There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh, here with Jim Price. Jim's going to be joining yes, us sir. here in just a little bit. But first, we have See you in a minute. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We'll talk to you in here in just a bit, Jim. Kirk, I'm looking at the headlines today. Gold is 2% away from hitting all-time highs in nearly every currency. There's global financial uncertainty, inflation, de-dollarizations occurring, and record central bank buying from 2022. Well, didn't we say this was going to happen, Kirk? We did say this was going to happen, and it is. I mean, really, it's a flight for quality. But, you know, I was, so I saw those headlines this morning, and I looked back. And, you know, the stock market has just been crumbling since Biden occupied the White House, correct? Yes. But he doesn't, he isn't doing a bad job at everything. He's doing a really good job at causing gold and silver to go through the roof. <laughs> so, so since Biden occupied the White House, silver's up 65%, gold's up 35%. It's pushing all time highs. You know, it's, you, you do have central banks around the, the world. Uh, look at China, for example. Their their numbers came out. You never know what to believe about China numbers, correct? But the amount of gold that they have in in reserves is double than what they said they did. So they've got over forty two hundred metric tons of gold. Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, thousands of tons. United Arab Emirates, thousands of tons. Russia, thousands of tons. And why are these why are these countries buying gold not by the ounce or by the pound or by the ton, but literally by the thousands of tons? Um, because they're they're vying to be the world's reserve currency. They're dismantling the U.S. dollar status as the reserve currency. In addition to, I, I believe this is all coordinated attempts uh, demoralizing people, causing them to lose their faith and confidence in the banking system here in America. And, and they're doing a really good job at winning this, this economic warfare battle, in, in, in my opinion, because things are, things are just going haywire everywhere. I mean, everywhere. You, you, the contagion that we talked about last week of the banking crisis hitting Europe, well, now we're, we're seeing that there's, there's, this march for gold, right, and, and precious metals in general. Silver's still out for pacing gold. But everyone's been talking about gold uh, because why? It's, it's a safe haven. It, it's been what kings and kingdoms have sought after for thousands of years, and it still is, right? So, so I just saw a proposed bill um, yesterday uh, by Representative Mooney and a couple of other people that says what? They, they actually, it's the standard Gold Standard Restoration Act, H.R. 2435, wanting to make the U.S. dollar a gold-backed currency again. 
so that's really interesting, right? Because they're moving in the right direction. Now, I don't think that that bill, because I read it, I don't think it goes quite far enough because, A, there's still a Federal Reserve. B, there's still fiat-based money creation. But it's actually wanting to back the currency by gold. So we'll see where it goes. If it gets through committee, that makes it to the House floor for a vote. But what is what is the what does that tell us? It tells us that people everywhere are realizing we've got issues. We've got a banking crisis. We've got inflationary pressures. We've got problems that we can't overcome without going back to a sound money standard. That's what that tells me. Whether whether the language of the bill is appropriate or not, people are thinking about it. How do we fix this solution? And one of the first things that comes up that's a legitimate solution is a gold-backed currency. Don't don't believe the World Economic Forum, Bank of International Settlements, Klaus Schwab's groups, all of those people that central bank digital currency is the answer. It is not. But but a return to sound money standard would actually be a great solution. And the fact that they're talking about it, to me, is very encouraging and a step in the right direction. Uh, and I agree, and I'm, I'm aware of Mooney's bill. And uh, you're right, there, there are parts of that bill that, that could be better. But right now, if the United States made that direction to go back towards the gold standard, it would actually help to begin to resolve a lot of the problems that we're seeing. Um, including mm-hmm. the, the radicalized spending from our Congress and the Treasury and the Federal Reserve. Um, the BRICS nations are exploring an idea to create a common currency in an effort to challenge the dominance of the U.S. dollar. And they've been on a, a, a last few months a de-dollarization hype where China and many of these other BRICS nations are no longer trading within the dollar and also beginning to drop their bonds back onto the market. What are your thoughts on this? Well, dropping bonds on on the market is is actually a really big deal because that really makes the BRICS nation's currency look look stronger by default, right? Because it makes the other one get torn down. So the other one being the U.S. dollar, if China has close to a trillion dollars in in U.S. Treasury bonds, so. And, and who the only country in the world that has more is Japan, which, which is another interesting story. But, but if China were to dump all those treasuries on the open market, A, they kind of shoot themselves in the foot because it would devalue them so much and they actually lose on their investment. But the end result is they destroy their competition and they become the world's reserve currency, these BRICS nations. And view the, the BRICS kind of currency that they're wanting to establish, like the euro, right? It's the currency for a consortium of nations. And the power block, the military power block, the political power block, the economic power block, manufacturing, all of it actually does put them at a really high level on that playing field to usurp the U.S. dollars, the world's reserve currency. So they have, they could actually, without even making themselves look good, make themselves look good by making others look bad, right? And that's what they would do by dumping U.S. Treasuries on the open market to that extreme. Now, I mentioned Japan. So Japan is the only other country that has more U.S. Treasuries than China. They, they surpassed them when China started dumping all the U.S. Treasuries. You know, Japan's been, like, second forever. But, but now 
China's been dumping, so Japan now has more U.S. treasuries. Well, what Japan just did two nights ago was they stuck it to their allies at the G7 nations. When back in December, on the first week in December, Biden actually said, hey, we're going we're gonna to stick it to Russia and Putin, and we're going to cap Russian oil at $60 a barrel because of the conflict with Ukraine. Well, you and I talked about this and said, if we were Putin, we'd say, okay, well, we're just not going to sell you any oil, you stupid countries that signed this accord. Well, so that went into effect the end of December. Well, two nights ago, Japan actually told Russia, it's like, hey, you know what? We're just going to pay market prices for the oil. We're not. We're going to violate the agreement that we made with our allies. We're going to pay you more than $60 a barrel. So we just lost, for all intents and purposes, our biggest ally in Asia. Right. And, and so I'm thinking, why would they do that? Right. Why? Well, because they're seeing the shift of power, the shift of wealth from the west to the east. They're they're close to the South China Sea. Right. They've got China breathing down their neck. And for political reasons, they're seeing hey, let's let's align with some of this power and the transfer of wealth from the west to the east and maybe start aligning with with the BRICS nations. But but politically, Japan and China, they're like arch rivals. You know, they've been enemies forever. But money speaks, and they, they, what they said shows that the rest of the world is seeing the BRICS nations is nothing to sneeze at, right? It, they are making huge waves in becoming the world's reserve currency. Well, yeah, and it was actually announced last week that the Japanese foreign minister, Yoshimasa Hayashi, is going to be visiting China uh, with his counterpart, uh, Xin Gong, to be the first Japanese diplomat to do so in more than three years amid the growing friction between the two countries. And so this is actually really big that nobody's talking about because Japan is probably one of our biggest allies in the South Pacific, uh, economically and militarily. And now it seems that they're aligning with China or the BRICS nations economically. This could be disastrous for the United States, especially after the announcements of, of four different military bases in the Philippines. So we could be, t- be potentially on the verge of massive economic collapse as well as World War III to where other Asian nations are making negotiations saying they don't want anything to do with it and they're going to stay neutral. Good potential there. But with the destabilization of the dollar that we're seeing... And knowing that this is coming in the next few months, we have the FedNow service, which I want to talk about, CBDCs, and I want to talk about those, is it seems like they're setting stage that the dollar is months away from being under heavy attack, collapse, and potential massive devaluation, which will cause hyperinflation. So we're going we're gonna to take a quick break. We're going to come back with Dr. more Dr. Kirk Elliott right after this. We'll be right back. I'm a bad boy Cause I don't even miss her I'm a bad boy For breaking her heart Now I'm free Free for 
Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back with the Dark Delight show. You know, Kirk, I was just looking at this. The Atlanta Fed has came out and revised their quarter one GDP estimates. They slashed it to 1.5% when 10 days ago it was 3.5%. This is not a good sign. Well... That's, that, I mean, that's a huge slash. That's not a, uh, we're off by a few percentage points. I mean, it's like 40%. I mean, it's, it's a ridiculously huge number that's just just off. But, but here's when they have GDP growth at 1.5%. GDP is the aggregate amount of everything that we buy, right? So that should include inflation. So if inflation, by their own estimates, is, you know, in the 6.5% range, well, then GDP should grow at 6.5%. But the fact that GDP is shrinking and inflation is going up tells us that the economy is really tanking. It's not just not even not keeping up with inflation. It's, it's shrinking. It's, so when you see that kind of a, a growth number coupled with the inflationary pressures, that just doesn't mean that it's slowing down. That means it's actually shrinking because the growth of GDP is less than the growth of inflation, 
and all the GDP is a measure of all the goods and services that people buy, which includes inflation. Does that make sense? I mean, it, this is this is like devastating to the global economy because we are actually shrinking by a very large pace at a very large pace. Yeah, and I mean the the trade deficit. They they just announced today the U.S. trade deficit widens to seventy point five billion in February, up one point nine billion from the previous month. You know, every time that I look at the financial news, it seems to be Wednesday of every week, too, <laughs> that it just keeps on getting worse and worse and worse and that we can see the doom and gloom. Now, we have the Fed Now system coming out here soon, and this deals with um, transactions and payment systems uh, of your banks, which, you know, people can use Zelle and they can use Cash App, they can use uh, Square, they can use PayPal. And these are like immediate processing of transactions. Well, the Fed has come out and said, hey, we we want a piece of that pie. Not only a piece, is that every bank is going to need to go under this system to facilitate transactions. Um, This is kind of scary. And an interesting piece of news upon this is yesterday, a gentleman by the name of Bob Lee, 43 years of age, was stabbed to death on the streets in San Francisco in a savage attack. Well, Bob Lee just happened to be the founder of Cash App, which is one of these money exchange platforms used by millions of people globally, which I find kind of odd. He's directly connected to uh, Jack Dorsey and, and, and Square and everything that Jack Dorsey does. So we have this FedNow service coming in. We know that there's a centralization of the banks, kind of a nationalization of the bank. They're trying to get rid of all these smaller, smaller banks, and they're doing this by collapsing a few of their big giants, transferring those funds into the big six, because people are going to go run on the banks, take that money out, pull it into the big banks, and then they have a monopoly on this instant transaction services. How how dangerous is this, Kirk? Well, I so when, when you say dangerous, you can't, I guess, you know, are, are people going to die? Well, no, but, but dangerous to loss of freedom? Oh, yeah. Loss of privacy? A hundred percent. Your ability to buy and sell what you want to? A hundred percent. Right? Because even, you know, is even oh, Jamie Dimon, okay, he chairman of, of J.P. Morgan Chase, he said two days ago, you know, that, that artificial intelligence is, is something that the banking system is going to embrace. But he said, his exact quote, right? But we have to be really careful because bad people could use that technology too, right? So so they're, they're aware of, of the abuses that are going to come from that. But the, the biggest danger that I see is our right and our foundational elemental right as as Americans or as people, right, is to buy and sell what we want to, when we want to, and where we want to, right? So the fact that they want to cut that off, because they've told us in their own words, we have the ability to cut you off from buying or selling if your digital social profile doesn't add up to what we want it to be. Well, that's dangerous, incredibly dangerous. So because look at the world, it's so polarized, and if they don't like what you say or do, well, then... You're done, right? I mean, this is just insane, and it is a dangerous thing. 
So, Kirk, have you heard of the Restrict Act yet? I've been talking about this for the last few weeks. I've been getting pretty in-depth in it and uh, done quite a few Twitter spaces on it, ran over the bill with quite a few different lawyers. Have you heard about this TikTok ban bill called the Restrict Act that's uh, headed in the Senate? Well, I just I just started reading about that yesterday, and and you know, correct me if I'm wrong because it was a busy day yesterday with, with children jumping through the roof. But uh, but basically, it gives it gives the government the ability to restrict commerce if they don't like you, right? I mean, that's that's the bottom line. As I read it, it's like oh, they're they're saying that they want to protect people from digital fraud and all this kind of stuff, and some of these bad, you know, uh, invasion, uh, invasionary apps from different countries, but but it doesn't just stop there. I mean, they don't say that they're stopping it there. They're basically says if if it looks dangerous to them, they're going to stop it. They're going to restrict it. Well, put it into into their kind of terminology that they don't like it what people say or do, so they could restrict you. I mean, it, it's way too ambiguous, and and because of that, just that's a dangerous thing as well. Yeah, it, it, it gives the government very broad powers. Um, but the, 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 the bad part is that it's not just for online monetary transactions. It's for data and information as well, which basically legalizes everything that Twitter files was about. And so it really locks down the global international community from the United States in the sense of how we exchange money. So cryptocurrency will go away because of the Restrict Act. Um, Online transactions that you're doing, if you're sending money anywhere, can now prompt an investigation directly from um, the the Federal Reserve or the Department of Treasury, the Department of Commerce, or these types of things. This is probably one of the most uh, draconian bills I've ever seen in my life. And it's interesting that it's happening right now, right before FedNow service, right before CBDCs, because it sets the actual foundation for CBDCs, it sets the foundations for social credit scores. This is the bill to basically draw in all of those things and begin this programmable digital currency era in U.S. history. Now, I, I believe that people need to stop this at all costs, but the first thing that people need to do is they need to diversify their assets out of the standardized assets because the market is going to react when all of this stuff comes down the pipeline. The market is reacting right now. People need to start getting into gold and silver. People need to start divesting out of the stock market, protecting their assets into appreciating assets right now, which are actually gaining traction. And if you think just a a few dollars in silver was good, just wait. And Kirk, I mean, a few dollar rise of silver is great. But what can we really expect? Well, boy, I think what we can really expect is what what the CEO of HSBC said many months ago is, is within the next 12 months, he expects silver to be $100 an ounce because of the supply chain disruptions and low inventory on the COMEX. So, so take, take that, a big, massive player in the, in the financial world, one of the 10 largest banks in the world, so it's not just some rogue internet blogger, but but I've been saying for for over a year now that I think silver will end up at seventy five to one hundred dollars an ounce, which is tripling, quadrupling from where it is because of supply chain disruptions, low inventory, short squeeze. You've got sixty percent of all mining production of silver is still manufacturing demand, 
imagine that one, Josh. The sluggish economy, the worst we've seen in like 60 years, and it's still 60% of all mining production is used for manufacturing. Imagine if we had a robust economy. So when you have low supply, high demand, prices go up. But now you couple that with these these political and social items where people are just scared. They're scared about their banks not having money. They're scared about the stock market drying up. They're scared about losing everything. So there's a flight for quality happening. You add that, and it could go to, to heights that we haven't even expected. Oy, well, I'm hoping for that, and I think a lot of people who are out there buying gold and silver are also hoping for that. Guys, yeah. if you guys want to work with Dr. Kirk Elliott, I highly recommend that you do. You can call him on this number, get a hold of his team, 720-605-3900. That's 720-605-3900. Or go to getgoldtoday.com, getgoldtoday.com. Fill up the form at the bottom, and Dr. Kirk's team will get a hold of you. Um, if you guys have any questions about any of that process, you guys can email me. Go to my website, redpills.tv, find my contact information, go to social red pill, contact me, go, go to WYSL, contact Bob, and he can send any inquiries over directly to me, and we'll get you all hooked up and answer all your questions. Because this is a really, really important time to be understanding how your financial future can be secure. So Dr. Kirk Elliott, thank you so much, my friend, for joining us today. Much appreciated for everything that you're doing. A true American patriot. Thank you so much, Kirk. We'll see you next week. You guys, we'll be back back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. He's the man, the man with the Midas touch. A spider's touch. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, back to the Dark Delight Show. Jim. Hi, capital of the area. How are you? I'm doing good, sir. Doing good. I I heard pie capital of the area. I'm 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 sold. <laughs> Some of the commercials we hit there on the show is like, man, I I gotta get up there. And there's the airplane museum. Anyway, sorry. No, I'm doing good, sir. Doing all right. Um, hey, you know, I just sat there and, and talked for an hour on my show yesterday about the nonsensical portions of that uh, 34 counts of nothing burger that uh, they put together. So I, I want to ask you, Josh. When was the last time that you, if you were, you know, when were you, when do you think Trump's last time he actually wrote a check in his life was, or did a data entry into a journal? What, what do you um, think that was? I, I would say the '90s, probably back in the '90s, sometime. <laughs> I mean, he's been completely. You think he's since. ever, ever really did it? I mean, really? I mean, well, you know, the the problem with a lot of this, Jim. And, mm-hmm. and I'm right in the same boat with you. This was an absolute nothing burger. The liberals mm-hmm. are yelling and screaming, oh, my God, Trump is erupted. Oh, my God, ah, yes, finally. And the guy walks in the courtroom 15 minutes later. He walks out. He gets on a plane. And he heads home. And they're like, wait, why, is, why isn't he going to jail? Why, like, take him to jail. And I'm surprised that the left isn't, like, crying out to the world and be like, why isn't he going to jail? But, you know, the great one, Mark Levin, mm-hmm. he, he comes out and he's constitutional scholar, lawyer. He goes, having read the list of charges, there is a big problem. No actual yeah. crime has actually been charged. He says, that's right. Mm-hmm. 
If a crime is committed when the defendant acts to conceal another crime, the question is, what is the underlying crime that has been committed? Because they're saying that he's concealing another crime, and that's for the felony account. And they're saying, well, yeah, so here's the underlying crime. He goes, there's literally no underlying crime even referenced. Furthermore, President Trump has not been charged or convicted of any underlying crime. There is no crime. In fact, it's entirely unconstitutional. Bragg has thrown so much against the wall to make it look like something it's not. Yeah. Well, um, this is one of those things where we we have a (laughs) – we have a – it's a contract negotiation, right? Well (laughs) – this is an indictment for the felony later to be named. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a contract. You know, oh, um, with a, a designated to be later. You know, uh, blah blah blah. I mean, it's something like they're they're waiting. Well, later we'll figure it out. Like if this is your chief prosecuting officer in New York, is this why we had the tens or dozens or whatever it was? You know, multiples of. Uh, these DAs or these people underneath him uh, walk out last week. Is that why this is? I mean, is that? I mean, obviously it has to be. I mean, if they they are seeing this as the the holy grail, the awe moment for the Dems, why would they follow a man like this into battle? Didn't he have a big uh, like a big uh, exodus of people in his office or something last week? Oh, he did. He did. A whole bunch of attorneys left, um, and so. Ellen Bragg came out with 34-count felony indictment of former President Trump. And, uh, I mean, Fox News even posted he could face 120 years in jail. Like, the 34 <laughs> felony uh, accounts uh, – thir- firstly, they're not felony accounts. They're, they're misdemeanors in New York State, okay? Right. And what they're doing is – think about it like this, Jim. Is if mm-hmm. you and I had a piece of, uh, let's say, stolen property, okay? Mm-hmm. You and I, we have one piece of stolen property, right. and uh, you give it to me, and I pay you for it. Okay. And then I sell it back to you, and you take it. Mm-hmm. And then you give, sell it back to me, and I pay for it. And we just go back and forth like that. And we do that right. 34 times. They're saying that that's 34 counts of a felony indictment, <laughs> when in actuality, there's only, one, there's only one thing that actually happened, and it's only actually only one count. But they're trying to make right. a, a mountain out of a molehill here. And so... Yeah. W- the 34 felony accounts aren't really a felony. Felony means that there's a federal violation. There wasn't. They're trying to attribute right. this to election interference in 2016. So this is the hidden the hidden thing that's happening here. Is- so they're trying to say that because he was able – okay, because he made these transactions uh, anywhere from four to six months after he was inaugurated into office, this is an election interference from 2016, well, no, no, even no. though these he... transactions happened before. So what happened is it was the the money was distributed over a 12 month period. This is why you see some transactions in 2017. Um, but you know, Bragg said the indictment does not specifically. So the reporter asked Bragg yesterday, the indictment does not specifically say what crimes were committed or laws were broken. And Bragg came back and says, the indictment doesn't specify because the laws do, the, the law does not require us to specify which laws were broken. So let me get this right in New York Wait, State. Wait, the, the law doesn't require us to, to <coughs> specify which laws were broken. So the law is specific that you don't have to be specific. There, you see it. You see it. So on an, <laughs> on a, an indictment on somebody. No wonder we don't what, feel like we're getting a fair shake. 
This is this is ridiculous. Yeah, it, anyway, it, that a DA can file charges against you without even saying which law you have broken. Understand mm. what that was just said. Oh, it, it, that is absolutely amazing <sighs> that they're saying this. And, and you know the interesting thing, Jim, is they're saying the, the inside words out loud, right? Right. But if you go to the left and you look at the pundits on the left wing media, mm-hmm. they're all saying the same thing. This isn't going to hold up. This is, there's massive problems. Not only that is, firstly, they're, they're misdemeanor accounts, okay? Right, right. And so the statute of limitations on those misdemeanor accounts is two years. Right. Even on the felony account, it, it's five years. Well, well right. this was 2017. That time has already passed. So the first mm-hmm. thing that Donald Trump's lawyers are going to do is call for a, an immediate um, removal of this trial from the court systems because – there's no statute of limitations. They don't have the right or the authority to go after them. And the judge yeah. has to grant that. There's going to be no judge in the world that I don't care how left they are. That's going to sit there and say, well, no, we're going to look into this. We're going to, we're going to, you know, do some stuff, some secret type of power and, and go beyond the statute of limitations. The statute of limitations <laughs> is a legal precedent that they have to abide by. They cannot go around well, and, and the sad part of it is, though, you know that hesitancy that you have where you go, well, you could see him doing something stupid. And that's kind of our problem here is that we really are – We, I mean, if they're willing to go this far and do this much drum roll and this much you know, pounding of the chest and the posturing and all these things to say that they're, this is what they're going to do, I mean, they – this is sad. I mean, I, I guys, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I've talked about this stuff with judicial reform. I've talked about all this. And it doesn't seem like it really hits home, but here's the education system right here. Life in motion is the best education, right? You get, how do you figure out how to not hit your thumb? Well, hit your thumb with a hammer, and you'll distinctly remember to not hit your thumb with a hammer. It's just amazing how a little bit of pain is a great catalyst. Well, here you go, folks. Here's your catalyst. Here's where you see, when you hear people going, man, I was never a part of that. I was never a part of that. It wasn't what I did. This is what, no, this guy's saying this. I wasn't that. Now, granted, there are the people out there that will misuse that statement, and that there's a I'd say there's a smaller amount of those people that really do that are willing to lie at any cost. But the sad part of it is there's a lot of people out there that are telling you the truth, but then the newspapers, the DAs are out there overcharging. We all know this. If I say this statement, Josh, tell me tell me if you can you can say disprove this in our society. DAs will bring fifteen charges, hoping one will stick. Can you tell me that I'm factually inaccurate by saying that? No, that's exactly what's happening. Is let's and, bring yeah. up some charges. We're not even going to um, to annotate the law in the charges, right? Okay, we're not even going to say what law you broke. We're going to bring up thirty-four charges, not say what law you broke, and we're going to hope that they stick. We're going to hope that something happens in the meantime to cause the whole system to crash and collapse, so we can blame it on you. What they, you know, what they were hoping for, Jim? What's that? They were hoping that by the announcement of this with all this coming down, that Trump supporters would go out there and begin rioting and protesting, and they could have another J6, and they could blame that an insurrection on Donald Trump. That, that's, what they, well, that's what they wanted. That's what they but wanted. But that's what, that, I mean, that's what they're provoking. I mean, honestly, that is the emotions that they are truly provoking from people. And then they're wanting people not to naturally respond, just like the, your fright and flight is part of profiling an individual, which is a natural part of your body's chemistry how you're made and people like well you can't just automatically just assume that you know somebody because of the way they look well that is a contradictor to your way your body is wired 
And a lot of this, what they're doing is they're knowing the psychology of what they're doing. And they're trying to get us, like you said, to go out there and overreact. And they're doing it purposely because they they know that. But also, the sad part of it is we didn't flinch. So I don't know if not flinching was good or we were being controlled and didn't flinch. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, have you heard me talk about the symbolism of this? Mm-mm, so the deep state, these people we know have some dark desires. These people are Satanist right. in every account that you can imagine. And right. they communicate, and on the dark side, they communicate with symbolism. This is their way of telling you what they're going to do or why they're going to do something. Now, there are some interesting things that have happened here. There's two dates specifically that have occurred in the last um, week that people need to be updated on. And, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about this when we come back. We're going to take a long a break right now. Uh, but when we come back, I'm going to tell you about these two dates and why they're important and what message was just sent to Donald Trump. We'll be right back here with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right. Back to the Dark Delight Show. Now, Jim, last Sir. Thursday yes. was the 42nd anniversary of the uh, Ronald Reagan assassination attempt. Okay? Right. It was mm-hmm. also the day 
that they indicted Donald Trump, which I, I think that that's pretty symbolic right there. Now, it was interesting because yeah. the day before Wednesday, the grand jury in New York City said that they were going to take a month hiatus. This is after mass scrutiny came about. All of a sudden, the next day, on the 42nd anniversary of Ronald Reagan's assassination attempt, they come out and indict Donald Trump, which didn't really make sense. But symbolically, hmm, you think they're trying to send a signal there. Well, guess what? Yesterday was his arraignment day. Yesterday right. just happened to be the 55th anniversary of the assassination of Martin Luther King Jr. So wow. his indictment day was on the 42nd anniversary of the attempted assassination on Ronald Reagan, and his arraignment day was on the 55th anniversary of Martin Luther King Jr.'s assassination. Do you think that the deep state was sending Donald Trump a message? Well, absolutely. Um, and most of this, too, is I know that this – I keep talking about dumb ga- – uh, grab. what is what is Bragg's guy? Um, anyway, I've already forgotten him. He's so forgettable. Um the idea that the sacrificial point of this is kind of like the, the whole idea with the governor, you know, uh, the, of New York, how they Cuomo'd him. You know, he was great all the way through the pandemic, even gave him an Oscar. And then all of a sudden, poof, he just disappears. Well, this is one of those sacrificial things. You put yourself out there. You put yourself out there. You do your you do your best for the deep state or the establishment. And hopefully they, they give you the God blessing. You'll move on. If not, you just fade away. And so. Bragg's ran himself through the chip, you know, the chipper mill here, and and let's see if he comes out on the other end. I don't think he will. I think he was trying to please them so much that he just really thought that he had the ability to do whatever he wanted. And now here we are. Yeah, yeah. I think that there's. Um, well, I think that he had massive pressure. We know Congressman Goldman, who obviously is from the the Goldman Sachs dynasty. Um, bought his congressional seat. He was actually the the lawyer who tried the first Trump impeachment for the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Um, he has been bragging that he has been in contact with District Attorney Elvin Bragg and helping them on their prosecution of Donald Trump, which I don't think he realizes is a um, direct violation of the law as an active congressman. <laughs> And he can't do that, and it's also election interference and political interference. And so, um, you know, Kevin McCarthy came out today and said they're going to investigate this. But I I think that symbolically, the two parts here, okay, is that these two symbolic representations was a deep state warning to Trump saying that if you move forth and you try to run for president, if you win the nomination, we're going to take you down. We're going to JFK you. Wow. Well... That, and that's not – that's not. I mean the sad part of it is we always talk about this. It's easier to kill you than deal with you, right? So you keep pushing our buttons. You know, we'll, we'll play ball with you for a little while. We'll bat you around. We'll hope you go away. If you don't go away, well, there's suicide. You're kill you. I mean we, look at Seth Rich. Look at others that are, you know, been killeried over the years. And I, I mean that this is, this is a sad part that I even – if I just saying killeried, people already know exactly what I'm talking about. That's how many people people are known have associated with Hillary that have come up dead, and nobody's pushing back on me on that. Nobody can fact check me and say that's absolutely in, inaccurate. That's a that's a crazy thing that I'm able to just say that, not being facetious, not being you know like well I think it kind of could have happened. These are things that you're seeing in real time. I want to know, and this is we're all talking about charges out here, right? We're not going to do anything about Hunter Biden's laptop. We're not going to do anything about Anthony Weiner's laptop. Why aren't we? Why is that one not part of the the major conversation? The Anthony, the Anthony Weiner one, because that has Hillary Clinton and others on there, and all the DNC emails. Why aren't we talking about those guys? We're talking about Trump and a and an attorney's fees, and then because it was put into the wrong category, 
I mean, also, isn't Don Jr. the the CEO or the owner of the Trump organization who was keeping these books? And shouldn't he be the one that's being held accountable for this, not before, not Trump? Some good questions there, Jim. And, I'm, on, and I'm firing him off today. Well, no, yeah. and I understand exactly what you're saying. And, and, and the truth of the matter is, is that this is political persecution. That's what this is. They are doing this right now. This is political persecution. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm just saying that these are all these obvious out there that makes us say, OK, what are we you know, what's the real hubbub here? If I'm a, if I'm going to play the middle of the road, you know, let's talk about let's talk about Uranium One. We've never talked about that. We've never really finished that conversation. How about Benghazi? Have we forgot about Benghazi? Have we forgot about, you know, uh, the Oklahoma City bombing where Hillary Clinton's documents were all, quote unquote, incinerated? Um, can we talk about the the gold that was stolen and the uh, third explosion, explosive building that just exploded and fell to the ground in 9-11? Can we talk about the Pentagon being torpedoed? Can we talk about, uh, you know, the Anthony Wiener laptop? Can we talk about your, uh, the fact that, uh, uh, what's his name, Nit Romney's kids are also have uranium, uh, Ukrainian uh, energy positions? Can we talk about John Kerry's kid being married to a, Iranian general. None of these things are a part of the conversation, but we're, this is the clerical error to, uh, technicality that we're going to go after. Guys, we have this is a banana republic. I mean, we are it's a failed constitutional republic and we are in a banana republic now. So this well, is what we should expect from right yeah, now on. Yeah, and I agree with you. And, you know, this isn't new. What, what's happening here isn't new. And people throughout history have reminded us of these things. And, you know, we talked about V for Vendetta the other day. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And uh, remember, remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason and plot. I see no reason why gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. Guy Fox twas his intent to blow up the king in Parliament. Three score barrels were laid below to prove England's overthrow. By God's mercy, he was catched with a dark lantern in a lighted match. Holler, boys, holler, boys, let the bells ring. Holler, boys, holler, boys, God save the king. So... Hmm. Revolution is built in to who and what we are. And see, the thing is, is that our governments, they just don't care about you and me anymore. It's not a mm -hmm. fight about the people. It's a fight about party politics. It's a, it's a, it's a fight against which political, power which political party has more power. That, that's what they're fighting for is not you and me. They're fighting for more power amongst themselves. And we all have to remember this because everything that we're seeing unfold right now, everything that's moving towards, the question is not if we're going to have central bank digital currency, if, if we're going to have a new world order. The question is, is which political party is going to lead the United States into it? That, that's really what they're fighting for. They do not represent us anymore. And we have to wake up to that fact. And the only man that's ever stood up and represented us in the last decade is Donald Trump. And he's got my vote in 2024. And unfortunately, I think that they're going to try to take some drastic measures to make sure that he can't even run. And that's exactly what Joe Biden just said the other day is we're going to do everything in our power constitutionally to make sure that he doesn't run. Well, the only thing that they can do is try him for insurrection, for treason, for election interference and that's what this is all setting the pattern for they want to take donald trump out so he can't run or they're going to take him out period so he definitely can't run and either right. way 
if they do any of those two scenarios, there's going to be a revolution. There's going to be a lot of angry people standing up, speaking out, and probably doing some other stuff. And that's exactly what they want. They want that political destabilization. They want that social destabilization. They want that civil war because that confirms every narrative that they've set for the last five years that we're right-wingers, we're bad, we're trying to you know, throw, overthrow the government and all these types of things. And eventually, if you believe something long enough and you propagate it into the narrative, into the minds and the hearts of the American people, it will become true. And that's what they're trying to do because the Democrats want to be the ones to lead the United States into the new world order as a collapsed superpower who is picking up the pieces trying to recover. Where the Republicans want to lead the United States into the new world order as the head of the snake, as the the big dog on the street. And they want to bring about innovation, but at the same time, they're securing power amongst themselves. I say we need neither. What we need is we need to isolationize ourselves as a country, bring back all of our military bases, come back to the United States, secure our borders, and innovate and develop within our borders here in the United States. And we could survive without any help from any other country outside of us, we don't need anybody. And yeah, I might have Ron Paul's isolationist views, but I think that at some point in time that we need to take a few years, come back here, and recollect that what the what dangers that we brought the world, what horrors that we've perpetuated on countries around this world, and we need to just take a break from it all. That's at least my thought. Yeah. But I, I'm a I'm a libertarian isolationist in a sense, but. Right now, we are at a crucial, dire time in our country because this can go either way. And freedom, Mm -hmm. liberty, justice are all on the line, people. Oh, it absolutely is. we got to be mindful of it. The enemy is outside of us, not in us. Absolutely, guys. Jim's going to be joining me for the next hour. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Take care. There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the new world order. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. In the extended lunch hour here, Mondays and Wednesdays, you get a whole extra helping to kind of get you through the week. I know we've been talking about a lot of this crazy stuff about judicial stuff. We all, now listen, guys, think about this. You have become a biologist, a virologist, um, a pathologist. Uh, you have been able to, <laughs> uh, you now understand the legislative process through subcommittee and committee and the legislative process through how the uh, things are vetoed and signed into law. You know about ominous bills now. If anything, guys, in the last, if you don't, if you think Trump is still the guy on the outside, and you're like, you know, I just don't think he's really the answer for the country. I don't think that 
you know, he, we need to find someone that's better, you know, maybe, you know, DeSantis. Obviously, he's not a sold-out tool to the estate, right? Wink, wink. Anyway, um, so maybe you're just, you're out there on the edge on, on Trump, right? You know, you're still kind of like, you know, I just don't like it that he's been married more than once. Or whatever you're, whatever you're used to in your head that you've made up an excuse for. But he has educated you in a way that there is no education process in America on this earth that you have gone through the last six years of your life, the amount of education you have gone through, biology, sociology, the uh, your economics, your, I mean, you guys are crude oil experts right now. You guys understand import-export now. You understand tariffs. You absolutely understand geopolitical. You know where Ukraine is. You know how the judicial system works, how we have failures. We have DAs that are being, you know, maligned by Act Blue. Guys, when we keep using the word Soros, George Soros, as the focus of our hate and our vitriol to the judicial system where there's money being put in these elections, go to Act Blue, please. Go to Act Blue and find out what's really going on in your life and who's really been paying for the legislation and legislators and the judges and the DAs and the treasurers and the dog catchers in your county, in the city, in the state. Folks, this is a real thing. Go to Act Blue. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't care if you're pro-union or you're not pro-union. Sad part of this is, is the unions pay, uh, there's so many unions that put their union dues into Act Blue, and then the money's sent back to them. Act Blue keeps their taste, and they send it back, the big guy. This is part of the process, folks. The teachers union pays their, oh yeah, 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 look it up. Oh, the NEA, they put their, their dues in there. So does the, uh, the policeman's union and the federal employees union. And all these other guys, but I'm telling you right now, you are in the greatest education system on earth. You have a Juris Doctorate in law. You are an MD. You are a scientist, a biologist. You are a geologist. You are anything ologist you want to put behind your, you know, I am, I play a doctor on TV, so obviously I'm a doctor. Me and Bill Gates have the exact same medical degree, so we're able to practice medicine wildly on billions of unexpected patients, right? So me and Bill... We got this, right? Except for me, I'm going to tell you to take iodine and and uh, <laughs> I'm going to tell you to get your minerals right and all that good stuff. But the sad part of this is, is that so many people are missing the education process of this. They're like, well, you know, you know, according to the ruling in 1942, and, blah, 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 and they're, they're slurring off these case files, right? Well, precedence was set in such and such case and this and that. The idea that we have those many people that can quote those things. Now, if I took him back to high school and said, hey, you're a junior junior in high school, uh, tell me about a Supreme Court pre- precedence that has caused, uh, you know, the, and you'd just be looking at me like crazy. But here, people are 40, 50, 60, 70 years old, quoting case law from the Supreme Court now. I mean, this whole thing has been an absolute awakening, but we're not like it. We're talk, what's not an awakening, Jim? An awakening is when there's this light and the aura, and then it just washes over us, and it's like, we're so awake and, you know, stuff. And I'm like, no, the great awakening is that your mind, you're going out of the dark ages. The dark ages, guys, wasn't because we didn't have candles and gas lights and coal to burn or whatever, or tree to tree wood to burn. The dark ages was because the only place that there was any education or any source of information given to the general public was through the church. The church was the only catalyst that actually could absolutely give out information, and the the bishops and the popes and the cardinals and the preachers were the only ones that could read the Bible, so they were the only ones interpreting it. 
And they were the only ones putting their finger on the scale of what you could or could not do or should, should not do, including the kings. See, most of the kings were not because they had gone to some Ivy League school and graduated from Princeton and has a, a literary degree and, and all this other stuff. And, like, you know, they have all this amazing, you know, wartime strategy college. And all. No, no, no. They were just king because it was their, it was their turn. And so we've gotten real used to doing that in a lot of our organizations today. But we have gone through in the last guys, when I started, when I went through my stuff in 2016, I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you guys would be, you guys would be flipping your lid if I was telling you right now, if I told you this is what just happened to me today, and this is just what happened to me, this is what the judge said, and this is what the lawyer said, and this is what the DA said, and this is what this police officer said, you guys would be. You guys would be flipping your lid. You'd be unbelievably mad. But if, if I told you this in 2016, you wouldn't have paid attention. And that's what I'm trying to point out to you. In 2016, now I knew about the Corporation of America back when I was in high school. I understood that there was Washington, D.C. was a foreign entity. The, the District of Columbia was not a part of America. I knew that in high school. There was things that I had kind of put together in my mind's eye. And I understood that, you know, the, that we were a constitutional republic and we weren't a democracy, and I knew those things, and I was always kind of the odd guy out in the conversation because I'd be like, uh, no, we're not a democracy. A democracy is communism light, and that doesn't... And they're like, oh, Jim, you don't understand. We are democracy. It's like, no, we're not. And I just couldn't have the conversation because there was a you know outnumbered, right? Peer pressure effect. And I'm saying that you know in 2016, man, my eyes were just... The scabs were ripped away. You know, boom. Like, ugh. And then, you know, 2017 comes along and then there's this message board out there. And then, you know, and then there's this, you know, follow the cabal series and all these things. And then you're you're going into 2018 and you're like, hey, folks, this is what's going on. They're stealing the election. And they're like, oh, stealing the election, Jim. Oh, that's so that we don't do that anymore. That never happened. All these weird things. Well, Jim, if it wasn't true, they wouldn't charge you with those crimes. And we're listening now, we're listening to this show and others across, I mean, everybody across everything. I've, I've listened to some religious uh, speaking, talking shows, and I've listened to some people that are supposed to be talking about guns and people are talking about all these sports, and they're talking about Trump. They're talking about Trump and his 34 counts. And they're like, well, this is these 34 counts really don't make any sense because they seem repetitive and they seem like they're the same thing, but there's, there's no articulation of crime. And according to the very first thing that your Bill of Rights, you know, and in, in, in your rights when you're interacting with any law enforcement, now a DA or a prosecutor or a, uh, anybody in the judicial system, okay, that is law enforcement, okay? They're everything from the clerk all the way up. They're all part of law enforcement. They fall under that umbrella. Now, they have different functions, obviously. But one of the things that you're supposed to be able to get is if you have if you're in a, you know uh, approached by a law enforcement whether they have a badge or a car or a gun a taser or a notepad is and they're trying to hold you or detain you they have to articulate the crime they have to be able to articulate the crime that's part of the part of the probable cause statement so they have to then make a statement this is the probable cause this is what I'm thinking is going on here this is the crime that I see you committing and so this means I have to do either detain you to to maintain to investigate or charge you or you know arrest you. Now the one thing that I will tell you guys is that our federal government our, our federal government does not have a have a uh, erase button. Now no matter what happens 
with Trump, he will always have been arrested. The federal, uh, the federal uh, uh, memory on charges and activities in your life, if you're arrested, and it doesn't matter, if you were arrested 100 times, those arrests, every single one of those are tracked, even if all the charges are dropped. And so what it is, is like my case, they arrested me five different times because they kept bringing things up and then dropping it and bringing it up and dropping it. And by doing that, it shows a repetitive arrest record. So when they go in to do the sentencing box on you, it shows that you were arrested 12 times. You have been arrested 12 times. So that's a, you know, okay, so I've been arrested 12 times, uh, convicted. So all these things add up in the sentencing block phase of things. And what I'm pointing out to you is this education system that we're going through and all these things that we're learning and all the stuff we're finding out about and all these people are talking about this in real time. So we are coming into a great awakening that we really didn't realize how much we're awake, right? We, we've now understood virology, that the idea that you keep your booger hook out of your buddy's nose and you guys won't pass viruses between each other. You know, it has to be a moisture exchange. People forget that about viruses. It actually has to be, you have to have had the virus on your hands and left it on a surface that the virus will be able to maintain its, its lifespan. And then the other person transfers it from that surface back into their nose, their mouth, their ears, that are their eyes. That's how virals, that's, it's not like this, there's these, these big farts in the wind, a virus is going to kill us all. It doesn't work that way. We've learned that, right? We've got an amazing, we've got an amazing memory and, and learning capacity, don't we? All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming up and we'll be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, 
is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. Today we salute you, former Budweiser drinkers of America. Together, you've sworn to never drink another drop of Bud Light or any other beer from Anheuser-Busch. Ancient history. Sure, it might taste like piss from a hamster, but it gave us a cheap buzz. And a cheap buzz is exactly what we've needed over the last two years. So while there might be a tear in your beer and a hole in your heart, hold your heads high and know that today is a new day and there's other beers in the sea. All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. I'm your host here, Jim Price. Yes, welcome to the circus. This is what we call your life. Welcome to your life. Uh, the, I don't know, and that is, it, well, think about that. Is this what you kind of thought your your life would be in 2023? We were told we were supposed to have those little, those flying cars from the Jetsons and the, the robotic maid. I guess we got the little robotic vacuum that uh, tracks our every movement in the homes, but that's fine. Uh, thank you, China, for that, or whoever designed it, because we obviously started that. But anyway, the idea that we have this situation where we have become so ultra-educated in our daily lives about what really is going on in the world around us. Now, I'm talking about you guys know how to look up the maritime shipping um, app that shows you where all ships are at, located, going and coming uh, across from the China, uh, from China over into America and Russia and the oil tankers and the ones that are docked off of for San Francisco. You got the flight following where you're able to go in and you're seeing the flights coming in and out of Gitmo every day. And you're seeing the, the prison islands that we have over in the, in the Indian ocean and the ones we, and then we have the prison ships that are also anchored out in international waters so that they don't have to follow, you know, merit, they don't have to follow a U.S constitutional law and and that they get to do maritime law in these these prison ships so you guys have uh, the ability to look up the death count from you know from one sickness to another you have the ability to see what your currency is worth you're seeing what gold is now and silver is now you guys are more plugged in to your life than any generation i can think of that's been alive i mean that, i mean if even if you include people that are 100 years old right now they have not been this plugged into the world around them the way we are right now Right now, we are absolutely, you should be thankful. Like, like, well, you know, I didn't want to learn economics, but I sure know a lot about it. Well, congratulations. You have people like Kirk Elliott coming on, PhD guy, comes out, tells you the personable stories to understand what's going on. Josh and I are on here talking about our personal anecdotes, the, the you know, the biblical side, the, the you know, the what they call the, you know, the, the non-biblical side, which remember, guys, they will say that it's an occult or cultist only because it's not Christianity. And that's you got to be careful on what you demonize because you could say, well, Jews aren't Christians. Oh, but they're part of Christianity. Well, Catholics aren't Christians. They're Catholics. But see how we can sit there and we can have these open conversations now. We don't have to get tribal with each other. But we have become so well educated from the different stuff from Christmas to New Year's, we should have just had our New Year celebration, April one. That should have been our uh, our our New Year's, but we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about why Easter 
is at the spring solstice. Why is it that Easter is always put on the Sunday right after the, the spring solstice? We don't want to talk about the 25th of December. We, I mean, but, oh, yeah, we do. We have those open conversations now to create a better understanding of the world around you. And you, you get to be a part of that. And now you guys have figured out that Bud Light is not worth drinking. So you know that as well. The, the worm has turned. The sad part of it is, we we when we talk about how Anheuser Busch is not even an American company anymore, and uh, that was allowed to happen, where we don't have American ownership of a lot of the things that we count on as being American. You no know, Dodge trucks, Fiat ownership, right? Uh, you know the the federal government owns fifty one percent of the Chevrolet uh, Chevrolet of America. Uh, Chevrolet Corporation was abandoned under Obama. He abandoned all the stockholders and all the the debt holders and created a, a Chevrolet of America and the federal government owns 51% of that. Thank you, Obama for owning uh Chevy for us. Great. Uh, and these are the things that you, you, you go down through the list of things and you start realizing how much more, you know, than you ever thought you wanted to know. There are people out there that I now am so impressed with and love talking to. And I see them coming out and getting into this, getting involved in these things and saying things. I'm like, you know, five, six years ago, you would have been like, oh, gas has gone up. I didn't even notice. Now we're like, okay, gas is going up because OPEC is lowering their production of 500,000 barrels per day. And, blah, blah, blah. and so you guys know this. You guys are, you guys know how to go find this information. And that's what I'm saying is you guys got the usdebtclock.org going out there. You got all these different things. And you guys have been amazing. And it's been, it's so, it's so cool to see. Everybody coming into a, a new level of understanding and, comp and and comprehending and then educating others, right? So when you master it, you educate others. You're able to go into that and say, okay, well, here, this is happening, this is happening. And it's it's awesome to see those things where we have actually become different people now. And we've been able to be this this group of people that says, no, we're not going to take your crap. We're not doing that. no. No, you're lying. Stop. You're lying. Stop. No, 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 no. It's really great to see you guys say no. And it's like, we're, so me and Josh, we guys here talk about 34 counts. You know, supposedly like they're, they, CNN, I did click over to CNN last night to try to see what they were saying. And a lot of they're just going, I can't believe Trump is acting like Trump. Trump, Trump should not act like Trump. He should act like a whoop dog and go under the porch and never come out. I mean, these people were just bent. And the sarcasm, the, the vitriol, and it's like, guys, you don't want Trump to be Trump, but Trump's the reason you're having a five-person panel for five and six hours straight on CNN because you're doing bumper-to-bumper -bumper coverage on the $200 million that New York spent yesterday to indict a man <laughs> for a crime where he doesn't do the data entry in his company. He doesn't write the checks. He doesn't do all this. In fact, he didn't even own the company because he was president. Uh, so uh, it, it, it's amazing. So I'm watching all this stuff go on. I'm watching these people's head explode on, on something that they're sad that Trump is being Trump. Like that's what they're, they're like, well, he, he just needs to stop being Trump. Stop doing Trump things. Stop saying Trump stuff. You're you're Trump, and you should not act like Trump. Um, I I just I, I it's and I, I don't know the one guy I heard him. He was in the, he was actually giggling and laughing at Trump being Trump. 
But that's what gives them their job. They have a job because Trump is being Trump. It's giving them something to talk about because talking about the U.S. economy crashing, talking about the, the fact that we are being put on the back burner financially, that we are being taken off the top of the list, that we are reshuffling the new world order, meaning that how the world is ordered, who is top, who is second, who is third, who is last. You know, we see these things going on. But what did Trump teach us? We are self-independent. We are self-reliant. We don't need China for superconductors, chips, and all that stuff. You know, we don't need high, you know, we don't need China to do all this in Taiwan to do all this stuff. We can do our own semiconductor super chip dipper dues, right? We got it. We got our own oil. We got our own gold. We got our own steel manufacturing. We have our own coal mining. We have all these things out there, and we don't need to have special permission from some third world country to get cobalt or to do other things. We can do it on our own. We don't need people outside of America, and that's kind of okay because you know what? That means we get to be better us. We work on us. We do our thing. We fix us, and then people will look to us and go, well, look what America's doing. Look at, we didn't think they were cool, but look how cool they are all on their own, doing their own thing. And you guys are that answer. You guys are the answer. Not big government, not more legislation. Nobody's handing out big buckets of freedom from the federal government. The federal government has no power over you, by the way. Let me, let me explain something to you guys. Your constitution explicitly says that it limits the government. Your state constitution explicitly limits the federal government and only limits the state government. So again, tell me how the federal government has any jurisdiction over you unless you give it power. Do, I, guys, tell me how wrong I am. Please, please fill me in how wrong I am that you have to subjugate yourself to your government. Please explain that to me. I mean, I want you to give me the exactly where it starts out. You know, Amendment 1, uh, keep your mouth shut, do what your federal government says, Two, uh, only people who are super responsible, cool people can, are allowed to have a gun or something that goes kapow. Uh, you know, just uh, walk me through it. Walk me through it. Or where does it say actually in there, hey, listen, government, these are a few things we're going to tell you that directly we don't want you messing with with these people. And there's too many to enumerate. There's too many to enlist on here. We're not going to go through all down, clear down to where you don't tell them what their cats what kind of leash laws your cats have, right? What color, you know, what color jumpsuit to wear every day? We're not going to tell you not to tell those people because you should be smart enough. You should have the average intelligence enough to know that the federal and the state government cannot and will not tell the people what to do. But what do we have? We have people with guns who listen to people in black robes. That's a black robe judge. The British Accredited Register, the Bar Association, British Accredited Register. Look it up. The British Accredited Register was brought in after 1871. The Corporation of America as a British extension of law into our court systems, holding their thumb on the peasants, the people of America. Guys, we've given over to the guys with the robes and the guys with the guns. You are the power. All right, guys, we've got a commercial break coming here at the bottom of the hour. Dark Delight Show. I'm your host, Jim Price. Be right back.
Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, welcome to the Dark Delight show here on WYSL. I'm your host, Jim Price, in the extended lunch hour. Just trying to help you guys digest that yummy, yummy, yummy good food, right? All right, folks. Uh, still got our echo there, Bob. Okay, so D.A. Alvin Bragg's property tax scheme. Uh, Alvin Bragg's and uh, Jamila pra- uh, Bragg's property portfolio. $600,000 600, in property with only $197 in tax assessment. Oops. You know, when you kind of put your stuff out there on the laundry line, your laundry tends to get looked at. You know, you put yourself out there, Mr. Braggs, and you want to say, well, you know, I'm uh, I'm the law, and I I can tell you when you're wrong, and uh, you can't tell me when I'm wrong. So, wait, I could tell you when you're wrong, but you, but you get to tell me when... Well, that doesn't sound real fair. I don't like those rules. Well... Anyway, old uh, Braggs and his wife, they don't pay much in taxes, but remember, it's the rich people that don't do it. Well, why would he have so much property? He's got assessed values here. Um, he's doing pretty good for himself. Mortgage amount, 1.35. One point, uh, he sold, so he bought, he had a mortgage of 1.3 million and then sold the property for 2.2 million and uh, he only got taxed $9,000. That's a million about a million dollar gain there. That's fine. That oh, say so you pay nine thousand dollars on a million bucks worth of profit. Well, I I I got I gotta get I gotta get me some math like that. I don't <laughs> I don't know where where do you get where do you get off selling a property for an extra nine hundred some change, and then tell me that you're only paying you paid less than ten thousand dollars on that. What is that? That's 0.01% tax rate? Like you paid a, a tenth of a cent? Is that right? Or a hundredth of a cent? Well, what percentage is that? 0.0? Is it 0.1 or 0.01? Anyway, that's a pretty good tax rate on a million dollars. I don't care who you are. Uh, that seems to be a pretty good exchange rate for most people that I would say they're not going to complain about any of that stuff. That's a great idea. Now, guys, as we go down this line, we have we've had some insurrection going on. We didn't really talk about last week because why? Well, Russia, Russia, Russia. Oh wait, no, that wasn't it. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. No, that wasn't it. Oh, it was uh, Stormy Daniels. Oh wait, that's not what it is. It's uh, the invoices that you put in the wrong category according to us that you did on your business doing business. So well, your business was doing business with your business. And we're telling you how to do business with your business. Okay, so that's what the government... The government, that's what the government's doing? Is that what we do? So if I have a business that I own... Let's say I own a business in another city or in another state. And I'm like, you know, like, hey, man, uh, we got this stuff going on. Take care of it. I don't have time to deal with it. I'm running for president. But then that state gets to go in and go through my ledgers and go through here and go, oh, you should have had this under, you know... I don't know, political expenditures, not uh, entertainment or lawyer fees. See, the thing is, is that in the whole idea of quote unquote hush money where people just are, see, when you get to Donald Trump's level, people sue you just to sue you. And, and I'm going to tell, tell you right now, I know he complains about it and it sounds like he's just griping because he's rich. The sad part of it is when you start becoming a person like him, Bill Gates has a same problem. People sue him daily. 
But then there are people out there who go after these people as a matter of just torment. But anyway, there are lawyers he hires for certain things. Okay, this person says I, you know, environmentally didn't pick up the trash on the right day or whatever it is. This person over here saying the waterway was this, and this person saying that my vehicle did that. And so these different lawyers handle these different things. And sometimes the Caesar's like, hey, listen, what just makes this go away? And the other guy's like, hey, man, give us give us a hundred grand and we'll go away. All right, hundred grand. It's not worth spending $5 million defending it, right? And then sometimes Trump does go to the wall with it. He goes all the way. But the sad part of this is, is that what this whole thing boils down to with brags and the whole thing, and we're not talking about all the real things going on, but it's what category, what column he didn't put this thing in and the right thing or not thing, right? That's all it was. The business of business doing business. And so he put it under lawyer because that's what you do. And here we are. But... There's a lot of other stuff still going on in the world around us. The fact that China is now purchasing from Saudi Arabia, they did their first actual transaction of like $5 billion or something in oil with Saudi Arabia. The fact that uh, Iran is now open on the, is on the open market selling their oil instead of having to go through surrogates. The fact that China and uh, India and Russia are now thinking of creating their own common currency. And I think that's what BRICS... BRICS was supposed to be... They're basically creating their own exchange by having BRICS. But the idea that there is that going on... We do have the FBI who came out with their staged photos of the uh, uh, the balloon being unpacked at a FBI storage facility where the guys were wearing brand new FBI shirts and there's the FBI banner in the background and there's an FBI logo on the crate. Guys, if you don't understand Hollywood, <laughs> wake up. That the, the, the photos of them showing the FBI agents unpacking that balloon uh, out of an FBI crate where it says FBI really big on the side of it and there's an FBI banner in the background and there's an FBI logos on these guys' shirt they just happen to be turned towards the camera as they're unpacking this. Well, they're saying now that, uh, yeah, that, that collected a lot of data. That, that went through and just did figure eights over our different nuclear installations. It did figure eights over military installations. And as a guy who did that for 18 years, there are things that we do to try to shield. But depending on the technology, depending on the desire of that entity, whoever that is, they want that information, they're going to get it. And LIDAR... LIDAR is a very, very effective uh, tool for being able to differentiate soft targets like trees and leaves and vegetation to hard tar targets, uh, terrain, undulations, all these different things, and even the fact that they can penetrate the ground. See, we have, uh, we, we have installations. I, this is why I tell you there's tunnels all over across this country and in other parts of this world as well, and I know people who've worked in these tunnels, but we put ground penetrating radar in so that we know what's burrowing under our buildings. Well, the thing is, is even though a satellite or an X-ray or you know a LIDAR or whatever you, know, whatever you want to call the machine that they had on there from China, well, they, have the, they can penetrate if they want. Now, it's not like to the core of the earth, and there's a certain depth limitation according to the you know, blah, 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 blah. There's, there's all that sort of technical stuff. But they, that, yeah, that came out last week. Did you hear about that? Did you hear that, the, that they just actually went ahead and said, oh, yeah, that was ours and, or that was theirs, and then they collected a whole bunch of our stuff? Yeah, that came out. While we're talking about all this other stuff, that was going on. The U.S. dollar is being crushed across the globe. 
China is 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 out there still writing hot checks. I don't know why people believe these people on the world stage. I don't get it. But I do know that there is a there's a secondary plan. There's a lot of other things going on around us. And so be excited about it. But guys, you can't change what Putin's doing because you're not you're not Putin, right? But if you work with each other within this whole dynamic system and create your own buffer, your own boundary, your own reality, your own parallel economy with people you know, where you get your butter, where you get your eggs, where you get your tallow. And guys, if you are not cooking with tallow and butter, get to that process. Stop using any vegetable oils whatsoever. Uh, and also, there will be uh, there there is going to be a, another outbreak. They've already told us this exponentially over and over again. Uh, should be later this fall. The Marburg virus should be coming out and uh, telling. They're going to tell you that it's transmissible from your uh, household pets to you. So you better go out if you have a household pet. Go get vaccinated right away because your household pets are carrying it. And that will be the next uh, scaredemic. Was scared. I call it a scaredemic. Scare you to death to go get more of that government chemical, and then we know it's just all snake venom. So, get understand what's coming up. Get yourself your own parallel economy. Get your own meat source locally. Get your own milk source locally. Get your own eggs lo- source locally. You want to make a farmer happy? Buy his eggs because he's going to make twice or three times what he's making on wholesale. And you're going to save about half as much as you do buying it from retail. Did you hear what I said on that? If you've got a guy who's selling you meat, milk, eggs, vegetables, whatever it is, even though you feel like you're getting a discount, he's actually making two or three times more than he would if he was selling to a grocery store or a chain. See, he gets to make money. He gets to make better money because he sells it locally because he doesn't have all the, the regulations and health department crap and all that other stuff he has to deal with. He doesn't have to do all that, and you're going to get a better price, a better product, and he's going to make better money. Uh, that's called a win-win, right? Everybody's winning. But if you don't create the parallel economy and you're waiting for them to figure it out for you, you're not going to come out on the top end of this whole thing, right? All right, guys, we're going to have a commercial break coming up here on the Dark Delight Show, and be right back. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. 
The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight on the WYSL stations. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show here at WYSL, guys. As we're going into the hump day, we're going on the downhill side of things. And again, we all know that they manipulated time and space. So I have to remind you that quite often. I don't want you to forget about those things. Now, listen, there is a I wanted to give you guys some local stuff. There's going to be a Liberty Conference coming up on April 21st. And uh, if you guys want any more information, momsforliberty.org. Moms, M-O-M-S. F-O-R-L-I-B-E-R-T-Y dot org. Momsforliberty.org is the website. And go there and look up. Uh, it's April 21st. Looks like it's uh, 5 p.m. food trucks and vendors and 6 p.m. for the main event. Looks like they got a, got a lot of great uh, guests that are going to be speaking there. I'm going to w- talk with these people a little bit more. They just sent me their flyer and information. But that is right in your guys' neighborhood, your neck of the woods there. So no reason for you guys not to participate and be a part of that. Now, that is in uh, Wayne. Let me see here. Wayne County, uh, Moms for Liberty, Wayne County, New York. And let's see. I want to make sure. It's a uh, location is 2023 Pomeroy Gibson Road. I mean, you guys would know where that is better than I would. Um, Liberty, Moms for Liberty, Wayne County, New York. They're trying to do some stuff up there. They're trying to get out this stuff about, you know, the, the different things. They've got some great speakers. So I just wanted to let you guys know that event is out there. I'm going to get with Debbie and find out more what's going on and maybe talk to her and see what we can do to promote that event for her. But momsforliberty.org is where you go to look that up and be a part of what's going on in your community. I'm, I'm reaching out the best I can to you guys. You guys got to reach out to me. It's a two-man saw. I can't. I can't. I, I, and I get by the guys, if I had big buckets of freedom to give you, I'd give them to you. I'd be giving, I'd be like, I'm so tired of freedom, Jim. Just stop. I am so free. Uh, and I'd be doing that. But you guys got to go fight for these. You guys got to put in the effort. Uh, go out there and support these local these local events and get involved. I mean, if anything, just go there and talk to people and just talk freely. I don't think you guys realize, like, I enjoy going to these big events. I love going and speaking at these events, being a part of the small group stuff, the small county, small city groups. You know, just a little, you know, you know, 20 people there. I love going to the small groups because you know what? I get to, they ask personal questions about their situation. Things are going on and, and that's how we do it. And you get recharged. I love being a part of that because I get recharged from talking to the people, getting motivated, finding what their solutions are, finding out what they're doing and making their life different. Oh yeah, Jim, I started on the iodine. It was really great, man. I'm doing this and now and I'm doing this. I'm like, that's the path. That's how you do it. That's right. That's how you get there. And it's great to be a part of it. Well, you can enjoy that same thing when you go to these events. 
when you go to these events and you could just talk to people without going, oh, uh, yeah, well, you, did you hear about Trump? Um, <clears throat> you know, you don't have to worry about your audience. You, you can openly talk about, hey, I'm tired of this. I want to be open. I want to be free. I want my government to be transparent. I want it to be so transparent. I'm just, I know every single thing they're doing. And you should be able to hear other people echo that back on. That's right. That's what I want. And that's what these events are about. And that's what this whole thing is about is what community. Uh, it's, you know, politics may be the reason we're doing it, but in reality, you're creating a better community. You're creating a better you. You're creating a better tomorrow. And that's all part of this whole thing. Like you get to be part of something that, I mean, it, it's it's letting people be free. You're not going, okay, so we're going to get together and we're going to put leashes on cats. And that's what we're going to do. Every cat owner is going to obey us. No, we're out there going, hey, you want freedom? Take it. It's yours. It's your country. It's your freedom. Go for it. Enjoy your freedom and your liberty. And that's that's what these events are. If you think it's there to go and, you know, you know, you know, saber rattle and you know, making the, you know, the, the shooting the guns in the air and all that, you no, know, it's not that. This is about literally figuring out ways to say the government is my not no longer my boss. I am the boss. I am the captain of my own ship, and I will do as I wish because the government is limited by the Constitution, never me. And the, th- the problem is if I got judges, black robe judges, bar-associated, British-accredited, registered lawyers and judges, and they're all the same people, guys, it, the lawyer, the DA, and the, and the judge all went to the same school. They all go to the same lunchroom. They all go to the same golf course. They all go to the same church. So if you think you're going to get one that's breaking away once in a while, maybe. Maybe, but they all play in the same sandbox, so they don't want to throw a lot of sand. Because the next case they come along, they're going to get th- sand thrown at them, and they're going to get they're going to get laid out. So they're always trying to work for that happy medium. Guys, if they know, if your lawyer knows the Constitution is limited by by lim- the Constitution limits the government, but never you, you've got a winner, and that's who you want fighting for you. But you got to go to these events. You got to learn who these lawyers are. You got to learn who these activists are that are actually going out there saying, "Hey, these aren't activists saying we want." you know, trans people to be able to dance in front of little kids. That's no, we're saying, Hey, we should be able to pick and choose that says that, Hey, you know, you could do that stuff, but go do it over there. Don't do it in elementary schools. Don't do it in public libraries where little kids are present. Don't do it where that don't do that because you're victimizing little children. And maybe there are adults in their life that don't understand what they shouldn't be doing. That's fine. That's their parents problem, whatever, but let's not take it to the elementary school. Let's not have the public library be a part of that. Why don't you put that in a club where it belongs and enjoy yourself. Knock yourself out. Gyrate till your hips fall off. I don't care, but do it over there. See, that's the whole freedoms and liberties thing. You go do your thing over there. Don't affect me. Don't victimize other people. And you enjoy your life. Joy, go over there. Go do it. Because it's a dead society. They, if they don't, because they don't, can't breed. See, they can't multiply. Because they their equipment is the same, so it doesn't matchy-matchy and, and make kids, right? So these people have to recruit, and they have to go out there, but stay, go over there and recruit over there. But if you've got a lawyer who's a constitutionalist, who believes in the Constitution and uses the way it's supposed to be used as the sword, as a double-edged sword that cuts both ways, like, listen, you can't do this, and you can't do that, and you can't do this, and you can't do that, and he educates that judge and that other lawyer across from him because he's a bar-associated lawyer as well, that's the fighter you want. And until we actually start having people like that open their mouth and do something in the courtrooms, 
we're all going to see this de- this degrade this degrading effect in our country. We are really behind a lot in a lot of areas, but we can get ahead. Go to the events, get together, talk to your neighbors, quit being chicken. Oh yeah, I'm I called you chicken. Quit being chicken. Go do it. Go out there and make the difference. Go out there and be a part of these events. You know, this station is out there. I mean, these guys are doing great work, man. I, I know a lot of media, and you know, I know a lot of media. And WYSL is out there, and they're doing their they're doing the job. They're doing the work. They're putting the work in, and their hearts in it, right? So think about that. Think about those folks that you listen to WYSL or don't listen to whatever WYSL. Get together with those people. Bring those people together and let tell other people about it. Say, listen. If you guys want to hear what's kind of, you know, you really want to, you want to, not kind of what's going on. You want to hear what's going on. These people make it happen. WYSL makes it happen for us. And then, then you see where other people resonate with that. They, people hear it and they get bigger and they get stronger and you become more powerful. And suddenly there's this wave of people coming out of the Western Northern parts of New York and pushing down into the South and going, listen, we're not taking it anymore. You know, that's where we all come together. But if your voice is never heard, if you only rattle around your own head, then we'll never make forward progress. You have to be, you have to be the difference. You are the difference. And so we got these events out there. We got these things going on. We know that the world is still falling apart. We know our currency's taking a dump. We just, and we're all over here going, well, you know, I hope Trump makes it through this. Folks, I hope we make it through this. Uh, I mean, seriously, I, I do... I do know that there are things that our government has participated in. If you ever guys get get curious about whether you believe your government believes that there is such thing as mind power, go look up the Project Looking Glass. Oh, yeah, Project Looking Glass. It's a homework project for you guys. You know, Dave and Keith, you guys out there, go look up Project Looking Glass and see what you can find about it. And really listen to what's going on when they talk about Project Looking Glass. Your government paid people to be able to use their mind to understand or manipulate the environment around them. And it's scientifically approved. It's done through sensors and all this other stuff and, you know, remote viewing stuff and all this other stuff. Now, look that up and then find out that we win. We win. Oh, yeah. Oh, the Great Awakening, the people like you and I, you know, we we win. We do win. And no matter what they threw at us, no matter what variation, even through Project Looking Glass, they tried to throw in these different variables so to see if they could change the trajectory of us waking up and pushing back against the evil in the world and getting rid of these elitists that that really want to control us and give us back our freedoms. We know that in 2012, these wheels started turning whether we knew it was happening or not. And your federal government knew it. And the evil knew it. Establishment knew it. So this is what the great part is. You guys get to win. You guys are the answer. Guys, it's been fantastic being a part of your extended lunch hour here on WYSL. Look forward to seeing you guys soon. I'm Jim Price, Dr. Light. Talk to you guys tomorrow.